Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to my Rants and Raves podcast. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts at ravepubs.com. But today, I want you to pay attention to uh, what we're going to talk to Paul Johnston about. Paul Johnston is the Senior Director of Technical Services at Absin. Absin is the uh, world's largest exporter of, of uh, LEDs around the world. Uh, Paul, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. It's great to, to have me there here today, Gary. Well, you've kind of gone from uh, nowhere to everywhere in just a couple of years, uh, and that was part of the strategy Absin had when they established offices outside of China. Um, you were already doing a tremendous amount of business in the AV world, but no one really knew it because you were doing it under other brands and mostly OEM. But Absin, A-B-S-E-N, has kind of broke out on their own, and now uh, everyone kind of knows who you are just over the efforts that you've done in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we started out really as, as as many others as a contract manufacturer, really building stuff for everyone else. And uh, and then we also uh, realized that we had a little bit different approach on on being able to address the market and seeing some holes in the market and what they what they what the market was asking for. And so uh, you're you're correct. You know, we basically went full force with uh, you know having a bunch of products under our own brand. We still also do some contract manufacturing for other companies as well. Uh, so we continue with with that momentum, but um, but yeah, we've been we've been really doing uh, some some great things here under the Absin brand over the last few years. And you especially had a great ISE show. We gave you a couple of awards for a couple of the new products. Uh, one of them was a system on a chip, or or, or chip on board. Sorry, uh, technology uh, that you have for uh, for LEDs. Talk about that for just a second. Sure. Yeah, that's our uh, our new COB product. Uh, what we call Cobalt. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It really addresses a lot of the needs, especially when you're talking about sub mill, uh, sub two mill products, um, which tend to be quite fragile. Um, although the, uh, the, the cobalt product is designed for rental and staging because of its durability, uh, as well as performance, um, it can always be used in fixed install as well, which still has the same, uh, protection needs. Um, you know, those pixels, as they get smaller and smaller, um, there's less surface area. They're more fragile, and uh, and the chip on board process that we're doing with our uh, acrylic conformal coating, as well as our AR coating, um, addresses those needs of protection while still maintaining that really high end performance. Um, and there's some u- unique uh, ad- additional features that come along with uh, cobalt um, over standard SMD. Well, what it, what explain for people that don't know uh, what what does chi- chip on board mean, and wh- how does that help the LED world? Well, chip on board is is basically a, a new technology that's coming out. Um, it, it has a few less, uh, you know. It's, I would say we simplified the overall system uh, compared to standard SMD. Um, it's going to be uh, long term. It's going to be more cost effective because it's fewer components. Uh, basically, we re- re- remove some resistors and things like that that generate heat. Um, that heat uh, translates to better power efficiencies. Um, it translates to better reliability over time, right? If, if the system is running much cooler uh, with less heat dissipation, um, as well as with less exposure to the elements since our, our, our pixels are fully encapsulated uh, in the manufacturing process, means you're going to deal with a product that is far more reliable, um, far more durable, um, and, uh, and yet have higher, better performance with less, uh, less power consumption. And that's because instead of having separate individual sort of raw components to build the product, you're putting it all into less components, i.e. on a chip. Uh, so what used to take Correct. multiple components to do just takes, it's all 
wrapped into one, which means it's going to make the form factor smaller and tighter and less heat, right? Because you don't have to worry about dissipating as much right. heat. It's all in one chip. But does what about resolution? Like how far down pixel pitch wise can you get? Like what's the smallest pixel pitch and where could we expect this to go in the future with Cobalt? Well, you know, when you look at it um, with, with macro technology and the direction that everything's going with macro LEDs and, and, and whatnot, especially with the removal of these components, it does allow us to go much, much lower than we currently can with SMD. Um, what, that, uh, what that lowest resolution will be is still yet to be had because, um, you know, there are still a lot of other manufacturers out there um, that as they start latching on to COB, will also start an evolution process uh, of being able to go much, much uh, tighter pitch. But I, I would definitely ex ex uh, expect uh, in the long term, we would be getting pixels down to the same size as, you know, at, at like a 0.5 or even a 0.25 potentially. We're probably several years away from that, of course, from a cost perspective. But um, the technology will definitely allow you to go much, much lower, um, very much like the uh, uh, organic LEDs. So, but right now, so you think potentially one day 0.25, but where is it now? What's the lowest, what's the lowest, smallest pixel pitch you have right now? So right now we're coming out with a 1.9 uh, uh, COB. I believe that we have the ability to go down to 1.2, um, but right now we're, we're launching with the 1.9. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, we're going to kind of see how the market um, takes uh, the, these first-gen uh, COB products. And, uh, and from there, then we'll determine, um, you, know, if, you know, when the market's ready for it, you know, to go, to go much higher in resolution. Yeah, and I think that is a key uh, area. A lot of people are key concept uh, or point, I guess, because uh, a lot of people just assume, well, if you can just go smaller, why not go smaller? But the problem is you also have the factor of cost there because if you, you know, you can make it, uh, you know, potentially 0 0.6, 0 0.5, 0 0.4, you still have to deal with the fact that it may be four to 10 times the price of other display technology. So there might not be a market for it yet. So I think that's a good point. The other thing that you guys launched at ISC that we, um, that we awarded was the Acclaim product line. Uh, we gave it an award for the best overall LED wall product, uh, specifically in digital signage and public spaces. Tell us how that went at ISC. How was that received? Obviously, since we awarded it, uh, something uh, then I think that uh, it meant that it standed out it stood out yeah it yeah acclaim is 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 fantastic right we've got a great portfolio right we have it in a one two a one five a two five and a three eight to start out of the gate uh, form factors right it's very very lightweight um, it addresses the need that has a lot of features like HDMI pass through things like that so it's a great replace an easy replacement with best amounts for um, existing, say, older plasma or LCD video walls, right, where you want to go seamless. Um, so it allows you to drop it right in there. A two-by-two two is basically a 55-inch diagonal. So um, there's a lot of neat features for old uh, pass installations where you're trying to upgrade and maybe bring things from an older technology into, into direct view LED. Um, and then even for just standard new installations, you know, houses of worship, corporate lobbies, um, they all love the product because it goes together so incredibly fast. It's very, very simple to use and to set up and service. Um, you know, obviously the reliability is great on it. It has an extended color gamut of 105% of the NTSC color space. So um, it can reproduce colors very, very well. And uh, it's just been really exciting. I mean, the, the, the feedback and the volumes that we're seeing in Acclaim are, are, are off the charts. And obviously, you'll see a, a DSC coming up and also NAB. Um, we will have all of those products on the floor 
um, to make sure that everyone can see each flavor up close and in person. So where, where, do, where do you see the future of this? I mean, obviously, everyone's sort of standing by waiting for LED to become the primary display format. And of course, you guys clearly believe that it's going to have a, be a big factor. And it is becoming a big, bigger factor in a lot of elements of the, a lot of segments in the market, uh, outdoor digital signage, large format digital signage, obviously. Um, you know, you go to a stadium or you go to an arena, pretty much everything is LED. Uh, when do you when do you expect uh, and where do you expect the the future as far as boardrooms and conference rooms and training applications and and smaller format sure. digital signage? Where do you see that going? Well, you know, I would say that the movement is now. You know, from a timing perspective, we're already seeing it. Um, you know, as we've been able to, you know, I would say last year or even the year before when we had our end series out, which was uh, you know very similar, um, but the form factor was slightly different uh, than than a claim. Um, you know, we already started seeing huge movement in the house of worship because it really came down to getting to the price point. I think everybody's wanted LED for many, many years. It's always been kind of the pinnacle technology because you can do so much with it. It's a lot more flexible in most applications and, and also requires less restrictions. You know, um, you know, you don't have to worry about dimming lights in the rooms and things like that in order to get a good picture. You're not getting hot spotting, et cetera. So, um, LED, I think, has always been uh, where everyone wants to play in most applications that it's fit for. Um, but now it's really getting the price down. And, of course, you know, with everything with globalization and, uh, you know, with companies like us who own our entire supply chain, we're able to deliver these high-quality products um, at a great aggressive price point. Yet, um, and, and it's really opening up markets for us, you know. Uh, as, as some of these products have been able to reach out, you know, you start weighing it out against other technologies. And in many cases, you're almost netting uh, very, very close to the same amount uh, on the CapEx. And from a, a long-term OPEX standpoint, it's definitely a win. Um, there's a lot less maintenance. You don't deal with filters or lamps, et cetera, like that. And then I think the overall creative freedom you get by not having to have dark rooms and things like that in many applications also is very appealing um, to a lot of people for LED. And I, I think it's just going to continue to move forward. And as we continue to bring pricing down, as well as we bring in other resolutions and other products, um, we're going to see even more and more markets that maybe are in maybe more in the LCD world, uh, potentially converting into the direct view LED. Yeah, and I think you're right. That's the one of the biggest questions I always get asked by randomly, just not, not just by people in the industry who are installing and integrating and designing systems, but also other manufacturers. Other manufacturers ask me, when do I think LED is going to take over all the display formats? I, I think it'll be a while because there's a lot of form factor applications for, for, uh, for uh, uh, projection and, and even uh, uh, direct view LCD monitors and such. But what's sure. amazing to me is how fast LED has, has moved into a lot of segments. I think a lot of people five years ago wouldn't have believed they'd be there, you know, in, in, in yeah. mall, indoor mall applications for small signage. And even now, um, I have seen some recently some conference room and boardroom designs using some uh, fine pitch LED in the, in the range of 0.9 uh, millimeter LED. So I, I do think it's going to, it's going to continue to grow. And I think Absent's in a good place. Of course, you can, you can, Learn more about Absen at absen.com, A-B-S-E-N.com. Or if you're in North America, go to usabsen.com, U-S-A-B-S-E-N.com. Paul, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, I know you must have a lot of really cool things planned for Infocom based on what I saw at ISE. Any, uh, any uh, hints? 
Yeah, um, well, you know, uh, as said, you know, between DSC, um, which we're going to be at, um, and we've got NAB that we're at, and then obviously Infocom, uh, you know, you're going to be able to check out um, at those various shows. You're going to see a claim at all those shows um, in all the different flavors. Um, you're going to see um, our, our, our chip on board will be at Infocom for sure, so you'll see that there. We will also have our new HBB product, which was also shown at ISC, which is our uh, common cathode technology for high brightness and black package. Um, and then we also have our Altair series, which is our touring product that's going to be pretty cool to see at Infocom. Um, so those are some of the new things coming out, as well as we um, also have introduced our XV uh, series and our M series that are very, very popular out in the field. We've now come up with corner tiles for those products. And then uh, and last but not least, we are going to have at NAB our CR 1.2, uh, which is our new high-res uh, mission-critical control room product, um, which basically has dual power supplies, dual cinder cards, built-in redundancy. Um, it's going to be the same form factor as Acclaim, which is great. So it allows a lot of our customers and our integrators who are already working with Acclaim, it, they can seamlessly uh, switch into that product as well um, for those mission-critical environments. So that's going to be pretty exciting. And then, of course, we're always going to be talking about the heavy investments we've made on the back end uh, to help support these products, which is really, you know, we've been continuing to hire additional seasoned veterans. Uh, you know, like I came on board, we had Gary Fuller on board. Uh, we brought on Joseph, uh, Joseph Kortz, uh, Lee Brockes, uh, Eric Lardner, uh, we've got Justin Mack, and we just recently brought on Chris Prozio from the rental scene, which everybody knows real well as well. So, um, you know, we, we've got a, a great team here. You know, obviously we have brick and mortar facilities on coast to coast, and uh, we're just going to continue to move forward with, with great products and services um, for the market. Well, Paul, thank you very much. Again, Absin is at absin.com or you can go to usabsin.com. Have a great day and thanks for listening.